this is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. to the Hip Hop Patriot. Probably one of the largest letdowns in political history. Just have fun. Keep fighting, God wins. Global media is corrupt. The global media is spreading propaganda. And it is a crime against the people of this world that they are in control of the information and they're putting out lies. And in how about Twitter and Facebook and all of those you know, social media groups saying that the people on the right are putting out misinformation. No, we're putting out facts and they just don't like the facts and it goes against their narrative. But we will not back down, we will not shut up and we will not stop until the people of America and, and I hope other countries as well start getting the truth about uh, this agenda that, that our leaders are pushing. And, and the end game is that China takes control. And I'll be damned if I'm going to sit here and allow the CCP and the most cruel people on earth who enslave their own people, kill their own people, power-hungry, power-grubbing Communist Party out of China to take control of America. Ladies and gentlemen, Carrie Lake, what an amazing uh, candidate for governor. What an amazing woman. What, amazing, what an amazing human being and what an amazing fighter for America. It looks like uh, Donald J. Trump really sparked an entire new movement of people who are willing to put it all on the line and run for office and not just run for office to be a politician, run for office to be a public servant. That's the difference, folks. That's the difference. When you run for office to be a public servant, as opposed to running for office to be a politician, it's crazy how the people actually get behind you. And the people are getting behind Miss Carrie Lake. I can tell you that. She is a firebrand. I absolutely love Carrie Lake. I cannot wait to get her on the show. We actually had an opportunity to get her on the show once before. Uh, scheduling didn't work out. So hopefully we can get her on the show moving forward before she gets too big, that is. She might become another Governor Ron DeSantis. And, uh, and, and hopefully she does. Hopefully she does uh, become uh, much like another Ron DeSantis, but maybe a first Carrie Lake in Arizona. Either way, she would be 10,000 times better 
that old Doug Ducey up there, the human potato. Ugh, that guy, he's a few, uh, <laughs> he's a few eggs short of a uh, of a dozen. I can tell you that. Either that, or he's just completely out of touch with his people, or he is a rhino politician. I would think the latter is probably more uh, accurate when you're uh, when you're speaking about Doug Ducey. But either way, Kerry Lake will be far better for the state of Arizona than Doug Ducey ever thought of being. Now, what she was talking about in that cold open, ladies and gentlemen, was the globalist media. The globalist media and all of their fakeness and all of their lies, wanting to control the information because information is power. Information is far more powerful than money any day of the week. And they think they control it all. That is, in, that is until, of course, Real America's Voice News jumped on the scene and just keeps skyrocketing up. Why? Because people want truth. They don't need the suit and tie, talking head answers, questions and answers. They don't need that anymore. They need real people who are really passionate about what they do, bringing them the truth, bringing them the news, period. And that's why RAV is doing so incredibly wonderful. We'll talk a little bit about that more in a minute. But right now, you are locked and loaded, ladies and gentlemen, right here on Live from America. And I am your ever so humble, God-fearing and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, coming to you from the live free or die state of New Hampshire, ladies and gentlemen, and as always, it is a blessing to do this job for you. I am so encouraged, so inspired by each one of you every single day. Every morning I wake up, I pray to God, thank him for life, thank that my family is, my family is safe, happy, and sound. And then the next thing I do is pray for each and every single one of you because we are in this together. We are in it to win it. United we stand, divided we fall. Now that globalist elite fake news organizations uh, that she's speaking of, uh, you cannot say the word fake news. You cannot say the word uh, global fake news without thinking of CNN first because CNN is the king of fake news. Just like Jesus is the king of this earth, CNN is the king, ladies and gentlemen, of fake news. And you'll notice that the bottom just keeps falling out of CNN over there. They've had even another, ladies and gentlemen, even another uh, person resign lately, and that is their vice, their executive vice president in charge of uh, their chief marketing officer and their executive vice president, Allison Gollist. She is now left and resigned, and she says it's because of the affair with Jeff Zucker. But does anybody here care about Jeff Zucker or his affair? Huh? Does anybody actually care about Jeff Zucker and Allison Gullist and whatever affair that they had? I don't care about that. You don't care about that. That's not why she resigned. That's why not why Jeff Zucker's gone. No, 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 ladies and gentlemen. More and more stuff is starting to come out about CNN and the people that work for them and the people they've hired. Because Chris Cuomo, it's now coming out that Chris Cuomo uh, had a bunch of sexual allegation charges as well when he was given the boot. Not just because of his brother. There were sexual allegations on, on him as well. Sexual abuse allegations on Chris Cuomo as well. And Chris Cuomo was owed millions of dollars by CNN. Chris Cuomo was owed millions and millions of dollars by CNN when he was fired. They, they said they were not going to give him the money. And it sounds to me like Chris Cuomo is taking the ship down with him. That's what it sounds like to me. It sounds like to me that all these disgruntled employees are taking the ship down with them, and that's okay, because that is God going before you, laying out your enemies, 
and then allowing you to come in and take over. And that's exactly what we're doing, ladies and gentlemen. It's exactly what we're doing right here on Real America's Voice News. It's exactly what I've been doing here on Life from America for a long time. Getting rid of the bad and bringing in the good. Getting rid of the bad and bringing in the good. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go to the Lord right now, ladies and gentlemen, because that's exactly what we need. We need more God. We need more Lord in our life. So here we go. February 16th, year of our Lord, 2022, says you have been struggling just to keep your head above water and your strength is running low. Now is the time for you to stop striving and let me fight for you. I am calling you to rest in me. How many of you actually feel like that out there right now? How many of you actually feel that you have had enough? How many of you feel weary? How many of you feel tired? How many of you feel like you've just had enough that you cannot fight any longer? If you feel like that, this is what it's telling you to do. You've been struggling to keep your head above water and your strength is running low and now is the time for you to stop striving and let me fight for you. I am calling you to rest in me. Exodus 14, 14 says the Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. And Psalm 91, 1 says, he who dwells in the shelter of the most high will rest in the shadow of the almighty. Wow. Unbelievable. And Psalm 46, 10 and Romans 8, 6 We'll also touch on those subjects as well. And before you turn out the light tonight, RAV and LFA family, rest in my shadow while I work on your behalf. Folks, that's all we've been driving home this week so far is how to just stop and let the Lord go first. He has the keys. He has the path. He has the light to light up that path. All you have to do is drop it all and follow. And I know there's a lot of people out there that week to week, day after day, we're going through this, oh, this is happening now. Now the Democrats are doing this, inflation through the roof, gas prices, um, convoys, freedoms taken away. I get it, but these are the times, folks, that we live for. If you are a Christian, if you call yourself a child of God in any way, shape, or form, this is the time for you to shine. Look at it as a positive and not a negative. The world needs more of you. The world needs more of what you know. The world needs more of the word. And you are equipped to give them that. Don't sell yourself short in any way, shape, or form, ladies and gentlemen. Look at the people like Carrie Lake, who we opened with today. You think Carrie Lake is afraid any way at all to keep moving forward? No. She has made her decision to move forward and fight. Donald Trump's doing the same thing. Look, at he's got to be you know, 70-something years old, he's got grandkids, he could just retire. He could just retire, he could go golfing the rest of his life, but he's fighting. Look at Mike Lindell. Mike Lindell is a billionaire. He went from crackhead to CEO, and look what he's doing. We can do this, ladies and gentlemen. We just have to rely on each other, and we have to rely on God, okay? Let's go ahead and say the Lord's Prayer together. If you are wearing a hat, I ask that you just please remove your hat. Show some respect for the Lord while we go and give him glory for his mercy, for his grace that he gives to us absolutely free. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses 
as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. I cannot tell you, ladies and gentlemen, how many times a day that actually puts me back on the right track and centers me where I need to be just by saying the Lord's Prayer. You would be amazed just by talking to him throughout the day like he's your best friend, how much that would help you, folks. It really is a truly wonderful thing. I'd like to give a few shout-outs before we go to a break. I'd like to say hello to Teresa. Uh, I'd like to say hello to Terry Sue. God bless you. Happy birthday to Shar. Happy birthday, girl. I hope you have a wonderful birthday. Linda Conrad, God bless you and happy birthday. I'd like to give a big shout out to Animal Topper. I, or maybe I think your name's Stephanie. They're on RAV's Getter uh, Live. I'd also like to give a big shout out to Ranger. I really like what he has to say during the, uh, uh, during the chat, so God bless him as well. I'd like to give a big shout out to Rosebud. Uh, Alicia Wida, how you doing? Good to see you. Evie Rosewood, thank you so very much. Bad Moon, how you doing? Good to see you. Maybe you should change your name to Good Moon. I don't know, maybe. Maybe. Uh, how you doing? Bushy from Zanesville. How you doing? Carol from Pennsylvania. Thank you for joining in tonight. Deb from Illinois. God bless. Ladies and gentlemen, we are um, we're going to go to our, a quick first commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. This is live from America. I thank you all so very much for joining in with me tonight. I know it's late some, in some parts of the world, but sometimes you just need to stay up and get the truth. We'll be right back right after this. All right, to my live family. Now, I see, I, I see that we've had some problems with uh, Getter and Roku and Firestick not having any um, sound. So I'm just going to go over there real quick just to see what's going on. I want to make sure that we have sound. A lot of people are saying that we don't, and that's, you know, sometimes that happens, and it's something that we got to deal with. The good thing about it is, hold on, let me just see here. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. No sound. That's awkward. Oh, well, sometimes we got to deal with that. But you know what? That's why we have multiple, t- multiple places where we can watch uh, Live from America, folks. That's why we spent the money to make sure that we had op- opportunities and options. Uh, Jeremy, can my daughter get a shout out? Lillian is her name. Well, what a beautiful name for a little girl. As you know, my daughter's name is Lillian as well. Big shout out to you, Lillian. God bless you, girl. Re, uh, Rakista Riksta says, what up, Jeremy? And that's all I got. <laughs> that's why I'm on here. No sound on Getter. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, I don't understand it as well, but it is what it is. So we're just going to continue to keep moving up, moving forward. Um, we do have a lot to go through tonight. We have a guest uh, coming on tonight. And actually, that reminds me, I'm going to send, uh, send an invite to our guest. We're bringing in uh, Mark Fincham tonight. And the reason why we're bringing in Mark is because he is the new target of a January 6th unselect committee subpoena. And I want to talk about what's going on there. Somebody said I never get a shout out. That's Ghost Poet. Hey, Ghost Poet, you get a shout out today. How do you like that? 4,000 viewers, like and share, Jeremy. Yeah, see, if every 4,000 and 4,000 of you right now liked and shared this video, we'd have 20,000 people watching, kind of like we used to. There's a lot of people in the other chats as well, in the, in the not live chat. I see Vintage Lula Gal. I see um, Mary, one, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, my mom always comments in there as well. I see Sky. How you doing? So I know there's a lot of different ways that people can say hello, and I want to kind of make sure that we... Uh, 
you know, we include everybody because a lot of people just want to say hello, you know, <laughs> um, sent an email about my company and the vaccine surcharge ever get to it. Question mark, question, not, not, uh, uh, not yet. Not yet. If I haven't responded to you, then not yet. Um, we are going to make sure that uh, Eli helps on the emails uh, very soon so that we can get to them all from now on. Uh, we just had a lot of different things to catch up on, folks. I did this show for a year with no help, so a lot of things got backlogged. A lot of things. Jeremy, I still not have not received my Valentine special. I'm sad. Uh, H-A-R-R-2. H-A-R-R-2, what you need to do is uh, you need to email LFA Business 21 at gmail.com. Please, not everybody go there and do that. It's just for certain reasons. Go to lfabusiness21 at gmail.com and find out and ask where your stuff is. Either it didn't go through and, you ne- and it never actually it went through or something got mixed up in the process uh, because she's all caught up on every one of her orders. So uh, if you have a receipt, you can send it there as well and we can get it right out to you, my friend, okay? All right, let's come back from this commercial break and let's get started because we got a lot to go through and I don't want to run out of time. Here we go. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is Live from America, and I am Jeremy Harrell here on Real America's Voice News, and I'm ready for the first and foremost section today, and I hope you are too. So put your cups up, let's take a slurp, and let's get ready to hammer it out. Here we go, folks. Joe Biden, in all of his illegitimacy, in all of his ignorance, in all of his Alzheimer's, and in all of his mental incapacity, has rejected President Trump's executive privilege and has ordered the release of White House logs to the January 6th unselect committee. This, ladies and gentlemen, is going to absolutely screw his predecessor. That's going to screw Barack Hussein Obama so badly because now you have set that bar. You have set that bar, you illegitimate sniffer and thief. And that's going to come back to haunt you. You want to know why? You want to know why? Because you're doing this, you're breaking tradition, and you're being a scumbag on purpose in the hopes that you'll be able to find something to pin on Donald J. Trump. But that's just you going around in circles in your little revolving door, completely being as lost as you are when you're walking the White House lawn, um, Joe Biden. You have set a very dangerous precedent here today, and actually, I'm kind of glad you did it. You want to know why? Here's why. Because you are never going to get Donald Trump on anything. You cannot beat him. You will not win. Everything you do will end up turning on you, and you will be the one that is the recipient of the hate and the lies and everything that you bring that is evil. It's not going to stick and hurt Donald Trump at all. Why? Because he's actually done nothing wrong. You can try to fabricate all you want, Russia, 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 whatever you want to say, but in the end, you are not going to get him. So you are doing this in hopes that you're going to find something, just something that is going to bar him from being able to come back to Washington, D.C., and it's not going to work. And really what you're doing is you are setting up your boss, Barack Hussein Obama, to really, really, really take, uh, um, he's going to take a lot of, uh, He's going to take a lot of flack when this next administration takes over. And not only that, when the, next, when the House uh, gets turned over to the Republicans and when the Senate gets turned over to the Republicans, uh, the ones that have guts and the ones that have actual backbone, their agenda is to come after all of you who broke the law. 
Their agenda is to ex- uh, not expose. We're exposing you now. Their agenda is to take all the information that we're gathering and building up on you now, and then they're going to do something with it. I promise you this new Republican Party, by the time we get there, is not going to just lay down and say, well, and Barack Hussein Obama, that means you. That means you are going to put, be put in those metaphorical crosshairs, and we're going to come after you and all of your executive privilege as well. And I can guarantee you we're going to find a lot of wrongdoing um, in your administration. It's going to backfire. And, and I, for one, I'm ups- I was upset about this when I first heard it. And then I said, no, you know what? This is actually a good thing because now we're going to come after him as well. Joe Biden reject, uh, rejected Trump's claims of executive privilege and ordered the former president's White House logs to be released to the January 6th committee. The visitors' logs will show who was allowed to enter the White House on January 6th. In a letter to the National Archives, White House counsel Dana Re- uh, Remus argued that Joe Biden quote, voluntarily discloses such visitor logs on a monthly basis. But there's a problem there, you guys. Joe Biden is never at the White House. That's why he's got a fake White House. That's why he's got a little playtime White House. Come on, Joe. You want to have some ice cream? Oh, yeah. Oh, it was ice cream. Oh, ice cream. Oh, ice cream. Come on, Joe. You want to have some ice cream? You want to go pretend to play president? Come on, come to the fake presidency. Oh, ice cream, president. Oh, president, true pressure. The problem is you can't give such, you can't be voluntarily disclosing such visitor logs because you're never there. Joe Biden spends every other weekend in Delaware and there's no records of visitors coming to the White House. But of course, he's got his redheaded stepchild, Jen Psaki, to come out and constantly lie for him, and she refuses to disclose who Biden secretly meets with every other weekend while he's away from D.C. Oh, come on, some ice cream. Oh, go play president. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's funny, but it's not funny. You know what I mean? It's funny, but it's not funny. The president has determined that an uh, assertion of executive privilege is not the best interest of the United States, and therefore is not justified as to these records and portions of records Biden's counsel, Dana Remus, wrote in a letter dated February 15th. Joe Biden is ordering the release of Trump White House visitor logs to the House Committee investigation um, and once more rejecting President Donald J. uh, Trump's claim of executive privilege. So that is twice now that he said, nope, we're just going to go bypass it We're not going to honor that. We're not going to respect that. And I'm glad you're doing it because it's going to come back on you big time. Um, Biden has already made it clear that he is not invoking executive privilege concerning the congressional investigation unless he's absolutely, unless it's an absolute must. Biden has waived that privilege for much other information requested by the committee, which is going through the material and obtaining documents and testimony from witnesses, including some uncooperative ones. Well, I'll tell you what, every witness should be uncooperative when it becomes an illegitimate investigation and an illegal investigation, ladies and gentlemen. And the real crime here, the real crime is uh, concerning Joe Biden, Barack Hussein Obama, and Hillary Clinton, and that is the illegal wiretapping of candidate President Donald J. Trump, uh, President-elect Donald J. Trump, and President Donald J. Trump. Now, when Jen Psaki was asked about any of this, of course, she can't answer. Oh, I can't answer that. I'm going to have to defer you to the Department of Justice. Why? 
Why? The guy you work for was involved in all of this. He was the vice president when all of this was going on, and he was sitting in on meetings with Brennan, with Clapper, okay? And they all concocted this plan together to try to get old hacking uh, hefty Hillary bag to the presidency, and none of it worked. This is Jen Psaki continuing to avoid questions about this matter. Uh, Do you know if there's still a system picking up server data on the EOP, and if not, when it stopped? Again, I I know you asked my colleague a few questions about this the other day, uh, but I would point you any questions about this to the Department of Justice. And then is what was described in the the filing there, monitoring internet traffic, is that, generally speaking, would that be considered something along the lines of spying? Again, I would point you to the Department of Justice. Go ahead. Now, see, why they let her get away with those kind of questions or or, or with answering uh, answer uh, questions like that. I'll never understand. I'll never understand a reporter that their whole life is to make sure that I stay in the White House press briefing room, but I'm not going to ask too tough of questions because I don't want to get kicked out. I hear that from reporters all the time, and I know reporters who have worked in that White House press uh, briefing room many, many times, and all of them will tell you, "Well, we don't want to get our uh, we don't want to get our our." Uh, our, our passes revoked. We don't want to uh, get kicked out of these uh, White House press briefing meetings and never go back. But I, I go, well, don't you remember Jim Acosta? Don't you remember Jim Acosta who works for the pedophile network? Don't you remember him uh, actually physically wrestling with a, uh, with a female uh, aide there at the White House to try to get the microphone and President Trump booted him? And guess what? Guess what? A federal judge said you can't do that and put little baby Jim Acosta back in the room. So I don't understand why these reporters are so scared. I got to keep my gig. I got to keep my gig. And that's exactly what's wrong with each and every one of you. Why you let, why you let Raggedy Ann and her circle back, uh, <laughs> and her circle back comments all the time get away with it, I don't know. It act- it's absolutely mind-blowing. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's move on from that real quick and talk about another crooked person, and that is the Secretary of State for the great state of Colorado, Jenna Griswold. She is now being sued for not legally certifying the 2020 election and illegally destroying records and creating law specifying only certain unknown individuals that can audit voting machines. An election audit in Colorado between a citizen and Colorado Secretary of State, Jenna Griswold, was filed in November. The case requests as relief a full independent forensic audit of the voting systems in the state of Colorado. Colorado Secretary of State Jenna Griswold was sued over the destruction of the election records, and rightfully so, because it's against the law, and you're supposed to keep them for 22 months. Failure to properly test voting equipment and obstruction of independent election audits. The relief sought in this case, is full independent forensic audit of Colorado voting systems and the 2020 election in the state of Colorado. In the filing uh, to the case, Hanks asserts the following, Wherefore, on their first claim of relief, plaintiffs pray that this honorable court enter judgment declaring the defendant violated CRS 156085, by failing to have Colorado voting systems tested by a federally credited laboratory before the 2020 election. Plaintiffs pray that the court enter judgment that an independent forensic audit is necessary 
to determine whether the voting systems meet legal standards and whether the systems accurately recorded the votes of the people in Colorado in the 2020 election. Plaintiffs pray that the court order uh, the defendant to pay the costs of such audit. Because of the importance of this case to the voters of Colorado, plaintiffs pray for an advancement on the docket and accelerated discovery pursuant to CRCP 57. And finally, plaintiffs pray for an award of costs, expert witness fees, reasonable attorney fees, and all other appropriate relief. Now, in this portion of the case, Hanks argues that the voting machines in Colorado weren't properly certified by certified auditors per state law. That's 100% true. And I don't believe that any of the Dominion voting machines were certified in any of the states. I believe none of them were actually up to code. I believe none of them were gone through by an independent auditor. And I believe none of them were certifiable, ladies and gentlemen. And this is only because of my um, my background in IT. I worked for an IT company for years. And anything that you do at the federal government, ladies and gentlemen, must be up to par always. And these Dominion voting machines definitely were not up to par. Folks, we're going to take another commercial break right here on Real America's Voice News. This is Live from America, and we will be back right after this. Please stay tuned. So ladies and gentlemen, like I was saying, and I want to talk to you guys a little bit about this, and I know I've said it a thousand times before, I know I said it a thousand times before, but anything that we did when I was with that IT company, any contract that we entered into at all had to be like the, if it was, if it was with the federal government, you would not believe, I'm sure you would believe it, but the hoops that you had to jump through, the hoops that you had to jump through in order to, um, in order to do business with the federal government was mind blowing. It was astronomical. If you'll just give me a second, I want to uh, talk to see if Mark Fincham is on his way here. Um, give me a second here. Send him a uh, send him an invite. So hopefully he'll get this soon. But um, yeah, you had to jump through hoops. You can't do anything with the federal government unless you like meet so many standards and they have to be met to a T. So I was during this whole forensic audit of all of these machines and all of these ballots. One thing that kept sticking out to me was the fact that none of these machines were actually certified, meaning that nobody went through them. The, The software on these machines was not updated. The security on these machines were not updated. In a lot of cases, the last time that anybody was in these machines was the day that they were installed, which was far before the 2020 election. And just on that alone, you should be able to decertify these elections. Just on that alone. So a big shout out to these folks in Colorado who are actually doing this and actually uh, um, trying to make a difference the right way. You know what I mean? Taking it to court, and, I, and you want to know something? The Democrats knew forever that this was going to... They knew this was going to drag out forever. They knew this was going to drag out forever. Uh, while we're on commercial break, if you guys just don't mind, I'm going to give Mark Fincham a call real quick. Just give me a second here. want to make sure we get him on the show because he is a target right now. How you doing, Dave? Good to see you, brother. 
I see, I'm reading the chat while I'm waiting here. Hello? Hey, Mark, you ready to come on? That's all right. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. We're on a commercial break right now anyway. So uh, I did. I sent it to your email. Yes, sir. It'd be from Jay Harrell. Okay, I'll send you another one real quick. Yeah, I'll send you another one right now. It's uh, Mark Fincham at me.com, right? Yep, okay, on its way right now. All right, thanks. All right, guys, sorry about that. You know, sometimes when we're dealing with this stuff, we got to kind of uh, <laughs> got to kind of go with the flow, you know what I mean? So I want to make sure that I'm um, ready to bring him on. So just give me a second here. Again, I apologize, but this is very important to have him on, actually. Very important to have him on because of what's going on with the uh, January 6th committee right now. So if you just give me a minute, maybe grab a cup of coffee. Uh, by the way, we're going to be um, highlighting Ben Berkwam's new show at the end of this show today. Going to be highlighting his new show called Law and Border. I'm super excited about that. Um, pray for Durham's protection too. Well, like I said in this morning's show, folks, they're trying to get rid of Durham. They're trying to get rid of Durham. Uh, and and this, is, this is coming from sources... Um, Inside the White House. Now, not my sources, but like I said earlier, I have friends who have sources in the White House, and they're saying that uh, Biden's going to do anything he can to get rid of Durham. And that's exactly what they were going at Trump for. You know what I mean? That's exactly what they were going at Donald J. Trump for. Yes, pray for Durham. Exactly. Hold on a second here. Yes, sir. All right. Okay. So, yeah, they're trying to, uh, no bad language here, says Nick Ratliff. Yeah, uh, rat, uh, rat, Ratliff. I always say Ratcliffe for some reason. Um, will, when will enough be enough? Um, when we take back over. And that's the problem. Here's the thing, too. When we do take back over, it cannot be with rhinos. We need this time right now to get rid of these rhinos. If we don't, then we're just playing, we're just playing the same game over and over again. What a lot of people don't understand is if we were to go, if, we, if, if Trump was to be, uh, if it was all to be overturned and Trump was to be put in office today, we would still have too many rhinos in the party, folks. We would still have far too many rhinos in the party. And that's a problem. That's a problem. Um... Okay, one second here, folks, and we're going to bring, come back in from this commercial. Hi, Mark. Good to see you, buddy. All right, perfect. Perfect. Okay, let's come back from this commercial, and then uh, we'll bring in our friend Mark Fincham. Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America, ladies and gentlemen. This is Real America's Voice News, and I am your ever-so-humble host of the show, Jeremy Harrell. We've got a uh, great guest on with us tonight. Uh, Representative uh, Mark Fincham from the great state of Arizona, who's also running for secretary of state there. And and considering that we just talked about uh, another uh, terrible secretary of state in the great state of Colorado, they got a pretty bad secretary of state there in the state of Arizona, too. But now, now, folks, you've got Liz Cheney and the January 6th unselect illegitimate committee 
going after uh, people like Mark Fincham, going after people like Kelly Ward. And it's not going to stop there, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to keep going. So it really comes up. It's really on us. What are we going to do? What, what are the people that are targeted going to do? Some people plead the fifth. Some people just ignore it altogether. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, please uh, welcome Mark uh, Fincham to the show. Mark, how are you doing, my friend? I'm good, Jeremy. A little bit tired, but uh, I'm good. Thanks for the uh, invitation. I really appreciate it. Hey, you know what? Thank you for that beautiful flag I see hanging up behind you there uh, with the uh, the, <laughs> the hand pulling the flag there. And Jesus, I love it. All right, let's get down to brass tacks. Um, you are a target now. You uh, And I'm sure you've probably seen this coming, um, but uh, it seems that Liz Cheney and the January 6th Unselect Committee have, uh, have decided that you um, fit the mold to, to be subpoenaed. And uh, so my, my question is, how did this, how did you find out? How did they, how did they subpoena you? Did they send you an email? Did they give you a phone call? They show up on your door? How did this all happen, Mark? Well, they, they, some goofball from the select, whatever they, they want to call it, committee. The kangaroo court called my office here at the legislature and said, we have a subpoena for you. Where can we deliver it? And so, I mean, at least they didn't roll up into my office and, you know, show up with a camera crew like they usually do, like they did with Roger Stone on, you know, bashing in the house of an 82 year old, 84 year old man and terrorizing his wife. Yeah. So I guess yeah. I can thank, be thankful for that. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know what these pathetic human beings issue is, um, other than the fact that they appear to be trying to assuage their own guilt. They know damn well what happened and what didn't happen. And now what they want to do is they want to, they want to terrorize the people who actually were doing their job. I mean, here's what I'd like to know. Why did we have to have a public hearing led by legislators when we were actually doing the job of journalists? Mm. Yeah, good question. Huh. Investigative journalists should have been getting to the bottom of claims that were made by people, and yet they turned a blind eye to it. So that tells me that we have a captured media. In fact, I, I, I might have brought this up on your show last time. The Matrix, the movie The Matrix. Yeah. I think that was, I, I didn't think about it at the time. Well, I guess I did kind of think about it at the time. Could could it be that this really is what we're living in? Well, I mean, sometimes it seems like it, right? I mean, up is down, down uh, left is right, right is left. Nothing is normal anymore. And, and uh, but... But the good thing about it is, is, is uh, we know how they play their games. We know what they're thinking. We know what they're going to do. You probably seen this coming a mile away. The FBI came even and knocked on my door, Mark, last year, and they knew damn well I wasn't in that building. They know everybody that was in and out of that building on that day. They knew I wasn't in there, but yet they came knocking on my door right when I was live doing a show. And the only reason they were there, Mark, was to intimidate me. There was no reason for them to be there. There was no reason for them to arrest me in any way, shape, or form. I broke no laws. It was just to intimidate me. And how funny that it came right after they banned me on every social media platform to try to get rid of me. And I kept going, and look what they did. They tried to intimidate. I got to ask you a question, though. Um, do you think that the January 6th committee is way out of their jurisdiction and way out of line here, uh, considering that they're going, they're literally just going after political opponents at this point. I mean, yeah, because this, this, this is what I would expect to see in Stalin's Russia. But this is exactly how, um, <laughs> it's exactly how dictatorships behave. And I, again, I go back at these people are, are pathetic. Yeah, they really are. That they they refuse. In fact, even in the the letter, um, there's a, they use a word in there that predisposes the entire uh, notion of the subpoena. 
and I'm, I'm not going to get into it because legal counsel has told me, you know, leave the specifics out of it. Um, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say anything that is, uh, I, I think, a, a threat to my freedom. But at the end of the day, when you predispose in the letter that you are, the cover letter that you are sending a subpoena, in which ostensibly you're supposed to be gathering facts, and you've already predisposed the narrative to one direction. And so it makes me think this is a kangaroo court and it's, it's about nothing but intimidation and trying to destroy political opponents. And by the way, Liz Cheney, you are a pathetic piece of human garbage. Oh yeah. No, I agree. Participate in something like this is utterly disgusting. Yeah, no, I agree. I I, I agree. And you know what? And I was thinking about this earlier. I said, you know, what would I do if I had 10 minutes alone with, you know, Liz Cheney or Adam Kinzinger? How would I, how would I act? How would I, what would I say to them? And what you just said is probably what I would say that I wouldn't, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have the respect to have any kind of dialogue with, I mean, these people are true, true traitors and true pieces of garbage to literally turn their back on their entire party and think that they're popular enough or that they have a name enough for the party to walk behind them. And, you know, they get censured. They get, they get, they get uh, their backs. Uh, the, the, the GOP turns their back on them. They censure them and they still, it's, it reminds me of Justin Trudeau up there. When you're a dictator, or when you think you have this much power and you're drunk on power, one thing you cannot do is concede. You cannot say, I was wrong. The only thing you can do is keep pushing towards your narrative. And unfortunately, you're in their crosshairs because of it. Yeah, I, I, I would disagree with you a little bit on this isn't about parties. This is actually about people. It's about people who have a difference of opinion, who... Um, I'm a truth seeker. I'm, you know, retired criminal investigator. I look for evidence. And when I find evidence, I try to connect the dots. And for that, they want to vilify me. Okay. So imagine if this was a, a crime against Liz Cheney. Wouldn't she want somebody to take a look at things? Wouldn't she want to have this? So it's not about party. It really isn't. This is about individuals within a certain clique mm. who... They they just love to lord their power over the people, but they kind of forget something. That power wasn't given to them. They took it. And quite frankly, the people have got an axe to grind with people that do that. You know, one of my favorite one of my favorite quotes is a Abraham Lincoln quote. We the people are the rightful masters of both Congress and the courts. They apparently forgot that. Oh, yeah, they apparently forgot a lot. So where do you, um, Mark, were you even in D.C. on that day? So um, I put out a public statement um, the day after I returned from D.C. Uh, I was in Washington, D.C. on the 5th, arrived on the 5th, was there the 6th, departed on the 7th for a very specific mission. And uh, that's probably as far as I'm going to go with that. Just because I understand, yeah there's there will be a deposition and, and all that happy horse for so 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 mark do you think that this is an attempt um to try to take you down some rabbit hole and vilify you to the point where they try to get you to not run for office like they're trying to do to president trump like they're trying to do to representative madison cawthorn and others do you think this is their planting their seeds to try to because they're, obviously they're scared that you're running for secretary of state you know what i mean they I want I think they're terrified. I do too. 
I did, and, because and, and, they know I that I am going to be seeking truth. I'm not going to be on one party side or another. Isn't it interesting that it's both Republicans and Democrats who are just, they're so white knuckled right now on maintaining power, maintaining control. Yeah. That's not how you lead. You lead like this. Right. With an open hand. You don't lead like that. So, you know, I'm, I think that the, the people right now feel that justice has been denied. And I think um, I've had a number of pretty savvy political types um, let me know that it's their belief that every time this kangaroo court does something, all they're doing is digging their hole deeper. They're, they're ensuring that the very people that they're trying to destroy will become more popular. So, yes, I have a target on my back. Um, yes, I have invested in body armor. Um, I have received calls, you know, credible threat phone calls. And, you know, I'm I'm now at the point where I've resigned myself to the fact that if somebody wants to do me harm and is is uh, fully intent on doing me harm, they're going to do me harm. Yeah. I don't know when it'll come, where it'll come from. But I've also been told by a number of, um, I, th I think, prayer warriors that I have a phalanx of angels around me. I really don't have to worry. Now, I don't worry in the sense where it, it, it consumes me. I worry more about the people around me. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm fully capable of taking the hit. And if I, you know, if they take me out physically, okay. God's not going to let anything happen. He's not going to let me be late to appointments that he's already set for me. You know, it's, it's sad in a way to hear you talk like that because I know what you're going through. My family has received death threats. My kids have received death threats. We've had people call us and tell us what lights are on in our house. We've had people call, we've had people loosen our lug nuts on all of our vehicles, on our family vehicle. I've had to, I've had to have, uh, get body armor as well. And isn't it a sad state of affairs, Mark? Isn't it a sad state of affairs when you're trying to be a public servant like you are and you're, yeah. we're having a conversation about possibly somebody killing you? It's pretty pathetic. Pretty pathetic. And I, I, I know that, uh, you know, people like Liz Cheney, they got they got oodles of money that they can hire, you know, a security force and, and all that. Kind of reminds me, though, of the statement uh, that's um, in the, the book, um, Doctrine of the Lesser Magistrates, which is a great book. Everybody should have a copy in their home. And it's, um, I believe it's, oh, I forget who's talking to... Um, there's a couple characters uh, in the Wayback Machine. They're walking down the streets of, uh, I believe it's Sicily. And Plato, I think it is, asks Dionysus, what harm have you done that you would require so many guards? What harm have you done to the people that you would require so much protection? Um, kind of makes me think about the, the folks in D.C. Yeah. You have, you have created a situation where I'm pretty sure now you are always going to have to look over your shoulder. Yeah. And me, I'm not looking over my shoulder. I figure if somebody's going to take me out, they're going to take me out. There's not much I can do about it because it's an uncontrolled threat environment. Well, God. Now, I've, had, and I've had a number of people tell me that they are ready to 
um, step forward and provide for me um, security detail. So we may have to start looking at that after uh, the notice that went out yesterday about the subpoena. What I find interesting, though, is is that um, about the time I received the phone call, it was already in the news. So that tells me this isn't about getting to justice. This is about maligning my name. This is about um, this is about pure, pure political motivation. So here's what I have to say to the disgusting bunch who are, have perverted the, the institution of Congress. You're pathetic. You do not deserve to receive the respect of anyone in this country. You should really pack it in and go home because you're going to be sent out of office. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Well, Mark, I think well, we're going to see a landslide. We're going to see a wave of change come across this country that I don't know. I think Steve Bannon's right. We are, are witnessing the fourth turning. Oh, we yeah. are going to see significant change in this country within the next 12 months. Oh, yeah, I, I agree 100 percent. And here's the other thing, Mark. The, uh, you know this as well as I do. The devil only has as much power as you give him. And as long as you have that armor of God on when you walk out of that house every day, the Lord says, do not fear. I don't know how many times in the Bible. And he also says not to worry, not to have anxiety, that he will lay your enemies out before you. And I agree that's, that's exactly what's going to happen. Uh, Mark, where can, where can people uh, – I got votefincham.com up on the screen. Uh, where can people go to support you, help you in any way, shape, or form? Is, is that the yeah. best place for them to go, or, or where, where, where can probably- they go? That's probably the best place to go right now. Um, I do have a give, send, go link that we've set up to try and raise money for my defense. Uh, it's a $750,000 target. Wow. Uh, it'll be out on uh, Telegram later today. Well, I got it out on Telegram, but I've had a number of people that wanted to give, and they've said, well, it's not enabled yet. It shows the disabled. My guess is that it probably won't be enabled for 24 hours just because they have to go through the the vetting process and make sure that I'm a real human being and all that. So, well, I'll tell you, Telegram, we're going to raise some money for you here again, Mark, because we believe in what you're doing and that's what we do here on live from America. This is how we help. And we're going to make sure that we do that. Mark. Hey, thank you. Uh, Keep in touch. We'll keep in touch with you and we'll, uh, we'll stay updated on this. Okay. God bless my friend. Thank you for joining us tonight. Okay. Thank you. And by the way, thank you for sending me the, the check. I really appreciate your support. Well, that's that. That's our audience. So we'll thank them and all glory to God. God bless you, sir. Have a good one. And we'll talk later. See you later. Thanks. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was Mark Finch. And again, folks, when we when we start dealing with this, um, you have to worry and look over your shoulder kind of stuff. That is not America. And that's what we need to get away from. That's what we need to get far, far, far away from. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to go to our next commercial break. Here on Real America's Voice News, we will be back right after this. Please stay tuned. You know, I'm not, I feel, I feel for Mark there. I really do because I could hear in his voice. I could hear in his voice what he's going through right now. And I can relate. I could hear in his voice what he's going through. And I can relate. Um, It's not fun, folks, when you get death threats. You know, you think you have, you think that nobody is going to actually do that. You think that nobody's actually going to kill you. But guess what, people? Guess what, folks? There are people out there that want to kill us. There are people out there that are crazy enough, possessed enough, brainwashed enough, and indoctrinated enough to want to kill us. 
And that is what makes this movement so important. That is why I quit my little cushy six-figure-a-year job. That is why I put my family in harm's way. I just want to break down in tears right now for Mark and his family because I know what this feels like. You get PTSD from this stuff, no matter how you look at it. And again, like Mark said, He's not afraid for himself. I'm not afraid for myself. I'm afraid for my family and all of you. I'm afraid for my producer. I'm afraid for my friends because of this stuff. This is ridiculous that we have to deal with this kind of crap in this country. Amen? Absolutely ridiculous that we have to deal with this kind of stuff in this... I'm sorry I get so worked up over that stuff, folks. I just do. I just do. We got a lot more to get to, so let's just get to it. Let's go right back to the show. Let me take a drink here and and, and, uh, pull myself together because I feel exactly what he's feeling. I can hear it in his throat. All right, let's get back to it here. Welcome back to Live from America, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, during the commercial break there, I was just talking to the audience and I was saying, look, I know what Mark Fincham's going through. I know what he's going through and I know what he's feeling and it's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. I could hear it in his voice about when he's talking about people coming after him to kill him and stuff like that. I know what that's all about. We've gone through it here on Live from America and it's terrible, but we're going to stick together and we're going to win because you know what? You can't beat God. Says it right there, so it must be true. You can't beat God, and we're coming. You think you got us in your crosshairs? No, no, no. God's got you in his crosshairs, Liz Cheney. God's got you in his crosshairs, Adam Kinzinger, Nancy Pelosi, and the rest of you evil, evil people. Let's get right back to it, ladies and gentlemen. Let's stay with the state of Arizona for a minute. The state Senate has passed a bill prohibiting most abortions after 15 weeks in the great state of Arizona. Ladies and gentlemen, this is happening more and more. State by state, this is becoming more of a reality that we might see an overturning of Roe v. Wade. We might see babies continue to be saved. Look what's going on down in Texas. Look at all of the thousands of babies that are given an opportunity, that are given a chance to live, ladies and gentlemen, because of these laws. And right now, the Arizona State Senate has passed a bill prohibiting their abortions after 15 weeks. I would like to see it be even less than that. I would like to see zero abortions, period. But you know what? It's baby steps, and we have to start somewhere. It is baby steps, and we have to start somewhere. So a big shout-out to the Arizona State Senate. And we're going to actually read a little bit about that right now, ladies and gentlemen, because how important this is. Look, and here's the other thing, too. Here's the other thing. As these bills continue to pass, these abortion bills, you're going to see the crazies come out even more. You're going to see the crazies come out even more. We're going to show you some of those crazies here in a little bit here on Live from America, ladies and gentlemen. But that's, the, that's, that's what's happening. That's where we're at. We are trying to save lives. They're trying to kill them. We're trying to right wrongs. They're trying to wrong rights. We're trying to keep our traditions. They're trying to uh, destroy our past, destroy our traditions, and destroy this country. And one thing that I've told you many times on this, on this channel 
is that my number one priority in everything that we're doing is to save our children, to save the babies. We're not ever going to be a blessed nation ever again unless we save our children, unless we stop killing those beautiful blessings that God gives to us. Look, children are a gift from God. It says it multiple times in the Bible. Children are a gift from God. And what you do when you kill a baby is you literally smack God in the face, spit in his face, and that is something that you don't do. So a big shout out to the Arizona State Senate for passing that, uh, that bill. And hopefully it moves forward. And when it's all said and done, Doug Ducey better sign it into law. I can tell you that. Or we're going to be knocking down his door like we're doing everybody else. And now we brought up the great state of Texas. So let's go back and talk a little bit about the great state of Texas real quick, folks. Because uh, Texas has already saved not only thousands of babies, but now, ladies and gentlemen, their new election laws that they have down there, you asked us, what are we doing about it? You keep asking every day, what are we going to do about it? All of these people that are stealing elections and setting themselves up to steal elections, what are we going to do about it? Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm about to uh, give you a little bit of an insight on what these election laws have already started to do, because in Texas, the new election laws that have been previously passed recently, they're already stopping the steal and they're already starting massive amounts of fraud that is coming in to their state. This is a wonderful story. Let's get into it. Voter integrity is essential. It's popular, and it's why um, for all the Democrats yelling about how this, that, and the other is racist regarding new voter laws, these laws aren't going anywhere. Election security withstood an onslaught from Democrat allies in the media. Then dawned on Democrats, gee, voter IDs are popular. They are popular. They always have been. Across the board, Americans support voter ID. This isn't anything new, folks. The gaslighting began with Democrats and and, and then resigned to defeat and tried to say that they always support such measures. They're trying to now say that they're a party of voter IDs. They're completely wrong. They're completely wrong. Let me give you an idea of what's happening in Texas right now. Weeks ahead of the state's March 1st primary, local election officials in Texas are sending mail-in ballots back to the thousands of voters who have turned them in, citing issues with ID requirements created by the state's controversial new voting laws. In Harris County, Texas's largest county, which is home to Houston election officials, said they received 6,000. 548 mail-in ballots as of Saturday and returned 2,500 of them. Folks, nearly 40% of the, of the ballots that were sent in were sent back for correction because of an incorrect ID. That is far higher rejection rate than is typical. Why? Because they're trying to cheat. They're trying to get over on the system and the system is actually working. Voting for the March 1st primary that is currently underway in Texas, is the first big election held in the state since the Senate Bill 1, a GOP-backed law that introduced sweeping changes to the Texas election code, uh, went into effect. And uh, Sam Taylor, Assistant Secretary of State for Communications, says a Texas voter who is already registered can update their registration online even after the registration deadline. On a new website the state created to make sure that it has all the IDs the voters use. So what's happening, folks, is they're giving everybody the opportunity to vote. They're letting them use multiple different IDs, and they're still trying to cheat. But like I just said, in that one county alone, 6,548 mail-in ballots have, have been, uh, have been um, sent in since Saturday, and nearly 40% of them have been sent back because of an incorrect ID. 
This is massive, folks, because it's giving you an idea of what is going to happen in the future going into the 2022 midterms um, and how we can uh, rely on these election laws that have been passed. This is big news, and it's great news. We're going to take one more commercial break here on Live from America. I hate commercial breaks, but people need to pay bills. So let's take this commercial break. We'll be right back to close out the show. The only way we know how with a smile on your face. We'll be right back right after this. Stay tuned. So what do you think about that, folks? We've been talking about these election laws for quite a while, and it looks like they're actually starting to actually work. Incredible stuff, isn't it? Incredible stuff. And that's what we needed. That's what we wanted. We wanted to be reassured that these laws would actually work. And they are. And that's the great thing about it. That's the great thing about it. Look at all these people living in Texas. Look at all the rumble rants, too. I'm assuming all those are for Mark. Let me look at these real quick. For Mark, $100. God bless you who did that. Runs with wolves. Uh, ST Burger, $10. Miranda, $10. Rosebud, $50. Ellie May for Mark, $30. Ten, uh, for Mark Fincham, Melly, $10. Wow, look at all this. $10, $25, all of this is for Mark. This is wonderful, guys. We're going to get this to him. And you know what? Uh, he already said that he received the last check that we sent out to him as well. So good job on that. Jeremy, watch out for my package tomorrow. Okay. We definitely will. Let's come back from this uh, commercial break and let's close the show out. It's only going to be about three minutes for this for this. Uh, for this next uh, segment. So bear with me. Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America, folks. This is the last segment, and I want to end it with a smile on your face. Well, first of all, before we do the smile on your face, one thing I have to show you is something that's not going to make you smile, and that is what actual indoctrination and brainwashing looks like. Um, Students at the University of Nevada are protesting and chanting like you see BLM and Antifa doing, except it's not for rights. It's not for voting rights. It's not for racism. No, they're actually chanting to reinstate the mask mandate. This is what brainwashing and indoctrination actually looks like, folks. Check this out. This is mind-blowing. Reinstate the mask mandate. That's these are students at the University of Nevada and Reno protesting that the mask mandate was being lifted. They're actually running around going reinstate the mask mandate. Reinstate the mask mandate. That is what your taxpayer dollars have went to, ladies and gentlemen. That is exactly what your taxpayer dollars have went to. So let's go ahead and cue that dumb dumb music. University of Nevada students, you get the dumb dumb award of the day because that's just incredible. I've never seen anything so stupid protesting to actually wear masks. Look, you want to wear masks? Wear your mask the rest of your life. Wear your mask the rest of your life. And now, folks, we are going to highlight a new show here on Real America's Voice News. Check this out. This is Ben Berkwam's new show, Law and Border, that actually airs this Saturday, the 19th, and you're not going to want to miss it. Check this out. This is awesome. Welcome to Law and Border, where we go to the front line to expose the truth about the real attack on America. 
Law and Border with Ben Berkwam. I cannot wait to see Ben Berkwam's new show, and I'm so very proud for him. Look, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for Live from America today. If you find value in the show, please go to jeremyherald.com. Become a monthly donor. Check out all the apparel. we got some new items on the store going up tomorrow and the next day. God bless you. Thank you so very much for sticking around tonight. And remember, there are right ways and there are wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I will see you tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. for more Live from America. Until then, folks, keep your families close, spread the gospel, and have a great night. See you later. Long as I'm bleeding, I'ma never stop screaming that we first in America.